This is the St. Luligan Podcast Network. Mitch, Sarah, hello, Bird, all right, Bradley. Forgive me, listeners. It's been probably a year since our last <laughs> podcast. Well, there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to talk about. But I do have things to talk about. I know. Well, and it doesn't help too because, like, my father-in-law was sick, and yeah. that you know we never knew if we could pod. And then after he passed, and it was like, well, we can't do it this week because we got something going on. And then there's work. nothing to talk about anyway. <laughs> yeah. 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 So it's just like, okay. And then it's like, well, we better get one in before the end of the year. I'll tell you about my dog. Yeah, sure. My dog, my, he, <laughs> he got a tumor on his toe. He's had to have his toe amputated. Nice. Poor mm. little bugger. It, cone of shame. Cone of shame. Bandage around, bandage around the, 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 the bottom of his foot. It's, Limping. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It won't put, can't go up and down stairs. It's just what you need when you've got three-year-olds running around the house. <laughs> Poor dog can't even dog, get away. Dog smashing into everything with that daft lampshade on his head. It's fantastic. <laughs> I don't care if we pod or not. I'll just sit here and quiet for a bit, <laughs> away from everything. Bird's just enjoying the silence. Oh, I think that about covers it. Uh, <laughs> no, we did have a few few things that happened, and we can talk about them. Uh, our last episode was the beef episode. It was... <laughs> It was fairly well received. A couple of people complained, but of course. ironically, those are people who have beef with us. <laughs> so, I mean, they should do their own podcast and talk about how they have beef with This Is Silly and the Luligans. And I think a lot of people didn't realize how much of it was just having a laugh. Yeah. Again, the podcast is called This Is Silly, and we can enjoy these things. Like, we have a, a hateful relationship with Louisville, but we're friends with those guys. Yeah. Um, I really don't like Maradona, though. Well, yeah, you can. I mean, yeah, nah, I mean that's the thing. You know, we can have those that we legitimately don't like. Yeah, but when it got to dealing with other, and when we're talking about rivalries, it's not like I mean, you know, I I realize it takes years to build up a rivalry. We just don't like the way Cincinnati handled themselves when they were in USL, and we're happy they're losing in MLS, and we hope we continue to beat them. It's not Barcelona, Real Madrid, no. where there's a fundamental no. political. Socioeconomical. You know, thing. I don't think there are any of those type of rivalries in America. Like, I mean, you know, you can talk about L.A. Ver- Galaxy versus L.A.F.C., but that's you know, plastic I, I think the hard part is is that so many times it just rolls over. Like, yeah, like when we were when we were all younger, it was Blues Blackhawks. Yeah. yeah, that was the rival, and it didn't matter who played for which team. They hated each yeah. other. We hated the fans, fights on the ice, fights in the stands. And then they sucked for a long time. And then we sucked for a long time. And it just doesn't mean anything. But also, I mean, we have friends in the Luligans who are Cubs fans, or right. who are Blackhawks fans. No, I don't have any friends that are Blackhawks. <laughs> but, Sorry, Pat Ryan. But, I mean, that's that's kind of the point. Like, I think if you're a Celtic fan, you don't have any Rangers fans. Like if you, as friends in Glasgow, like it's serious here. It's not that serious. Right. That's as it should. Honestly, that's as it should be because I agree. Yeah. One of of the things I really love about 
here and, and watching games here is that you can go to a bar and there's all colors, all kits, and for the most part, it's all good nature. Yeah. You know, you, you walk, you, you mentioned that, you walk into the wrong bar in the wrong right. city, in the wrong shirt, and you're going to get your head caved it, It's Bloods and Crips. It's, and it's, <laughs> well, and it's, they have it fundamentally stadiums are like, not not only segregated, but like chained off. It, barbed like, wire yeah, at the top. You, I mean, you went this week to a Blues game in Texas. <laughs> I'm assuming you didn't fear for your life at any point. <laughs> no. I mean... Now, mind you, and that's guy, okay. The guys behind me were not fans of me, but you but that was because their team was it. losing. Right. I mean, I mean, they yelled at me to fuck off and yeah. sit down, fag, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, really? It's two thousand a year yelling. Fag. But you, you at no point thought you were going to get knifed on no. your way out of oh, the stadium. Oh God, no. Which now it, it <laughs> occasionally is, happens at it, big European it derbies. Is, it is Texas. I did expect guns sure, to come, come sure. out, but yeah. So, the beef episode. You know, if you took it seriously. Just relax a little bit, uh, or hate but, it. But, but, hate I will, us, I don't care. but I will say there are, there are a, an element of the U.S. soccer fandom that want that. Mm-hmm. They want oh, Ajax and Feyenoord. They want Celtic, and, and there are Facebook groups that glorify that sort of. And I want no part no, of that. No, um, you know we like to say it with St. Louis FC. We can hate each other for ninety minutes, but I would like to share a beer before and after the game mm-hmm. with our rival fans and. I mean, I get sometimes it gets a little tense and the game does bring the blood to boil. But for the most part, any of our quote unquote beefs or rivals, it's a friendly rivalry. Yeah, for real. So, Except I'm for not, Anthony Pulis. I'm not looking to be <laughs> Green Street hooligans. I like the guy. I, I, I did too, but we're in the minority. I can fuck right off. <laughs> I See? liked him as a person. I didn't like his decisions. I don't like either. Well, okay then. See, we run the whole gamut here between the four of okay, us. Okay, this was last episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk a whole other hour about what an asshole he is and what terrible decisions he made. Okay. Uh, if you if you do have any complaints about the beef episode, please, you know, email. Thanks, thanks, email. For, thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah. thanks. And Appreciate it. If, if you want to email us, you can do that. Um, have a great day. You know, thanks for increasing our listenership by one. Yeah, it's day. amazing. I don't it. don't complain about something we do for free. You fucking freeloading vermin. <laughs> Have the day you deserve. Yes, exactly. Bless their hearts. Okay. <laughs> uh, since our last episode, I think we maybe announced it on the last episode, but we released a new shirt, mm-hmm. and I picked them up from our friends at Belleville Screen Printing on Wednesday, and I think they turned out really well. There's a pink one here in front of me that Brad brought. It is. Damn good. It. I mean, in certain lights it looks red, in certain lights it looks pink. Uh, it's definitely pink scale, though. It's not. You're not going to confuse it with red, but it's not like a really bright pink. I think it's as close as we're going to get to the actual city red that we can. I, I would. I would happen to agree with it. I mean, again, we said this as soon as they released the color. Good luck finding a T-shirt that is that color. But it's pretty close. I. It's close. I, I can't even remember what color I ordered. So <laughs> I think I got the gray one. We did. Yeah, we did order. I mean, I'm colorblind anyway. I don't, <laughs> it's like a lucky dip. <laughs> Here's your green shirt, man. Uh, there are navy ones and there are silver ones. Um, we're going to get together probably starting tomorrow and Saturday, bagging these up, getting them shipped out. We're at the mercy of the post office. Obviously, it would be great if everybody gets them for Christmas, but don't count on it. If If we bag them up, Today or tomorrow and Saturday, I guarantee they'll be out on Monday. 
But and that I, doesn't mean the post office will get it there. No, but because it is their busy season. Yeah. Yep. And I do take them directly to the post office. Yeah. It's not. I'm the horribly underfunded. Yes. yes. So yeah, and and, and and if you opted to pick up, we will be discussing that when we can do that, and we will announce it on social media. Uh, I I think we'll try to have a pickup day before Christmas. Um, just depends on what we can do, all of our schedules, yeah. and where we can go. And if you ordered any other stuff like scarves with that. It'll go out as well. Yeah. I didn't, I figured I'd save you on shipping and just wait and ship everything together. The breakdown on the colors that we sold, just so everybody knows, 55% ordered the fuchsia slash city red shirt, 33% ordered the navy blue, and 12% ordered the silver gray. I think people are embracing the pink. Absolutely. I actually, I was actually surprised at how low the silver gray was. Yeah. I expected more, but blue... Right, exactly where I expected. Blue makes sense because it it's old Luligan colors, it and it's safe. And it's blue. Yeah. I mean, you can wear that. Right. Yeah, but gray goes well with jeans, man. Yep. That's, that's a, the other a, thing. A good jeans color. I know because I have a blue shirt on and I had jeans on today, and I just like I feel dorky. I feel like Jay Leno when I wear a blue <laughs> yes. shirt and jeans. Yes, that's a great point of reference. They're all neutrals. Neutrals yeah. all go together now. I know, but when you can I'm mix and match, it's like all blue, like. If the yes. jeans and the shirt are the same like shade of blue, I feel like I'm wearing like a jumpsuit. May as well wear a denim shirt and just like yeah, go full exactly. Canadian, I feel like go, go full, full Canadian, Canadian tuxedo. Yeah. I don't think jean blue matters anymore. That's true. It's just That's jeans. True. It is. But it, it's still It's like khakis. It's just it's pants. Yeah. Who cares? For white supremacists. <laughs> uh you're, you're ruining my go to business <laughs> casual. I was gonna say <laughs> that's business casual for like ninety yeah. percent of men. Anyway. Not my fault. Speaking of merch, no, there, we got to reclaim the khakis. We do. <laughs> We're taking it back. <laughs> yeah. Pleat front. No, no pleats. We don't need the pleats. I'm not count parking spots either. Um, speaking of merch, multiball. Our friend Sarah is here, and she can tell us a little bit more about. I thought our shirts were good, but this thieves merch. That sweatshirt is mm. hot. The hoodie's pretty cool. Yep. Hound's tooth hoodie. Yeah. I've never even seen one, and. Now it's going to have the Thieves logo on it. Yep, we didn't either. When we went to uh, Belleville to talk to Ryan, we were looking at like different options and stuff. And he was like, look at this new hoodie that came out. Like, like it just got released like a couple weeks before you we were there. Yeah. And he's like, uh, Eric and I ordered one because they were so cool looking. And I was like, dude, what if we put like Thieves logo on the front of that? And I was like, I hope it doesn't, like I thought it was going to be too busy. I don't nope. think so. No, nope. mm-hmm. we got it work to where it looks pretty cool. And in fact, when I picked up the t-shirts, I talked to Ryan. I was like, couldn't have let me know about that little hound's tooth hoodie. He goes, he goes. It literally came out like yeah. two days before I talked to Sarah. Yep. You know, but he did say there's some other cool patterns that that company is coming out with. Nice. So we might be able to do a fun one too. But yeah, he sh- we did look at like a camo one, which yeah. would have been kind of cool. But I like the hound's tooth better. Yeah. Oh, it looks great. Mm-hmm. And especially with the black and white, it. I don't know. I just think it looks really sharp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, you've got some joggers, joggers. which I think is the first time. I've ever seen any supporters group have a, have Pants. a jogger. Pants. <laughs> and a really cool hat. It's kind of a space nice. die, marble die, whatever yep. you want to call it. Nice. Uh, what is it? Like new, beanie. new era. New era knit beanie. Yeah. I, I like that. It's a nice beanie. I'll be so. straight. I like that. Mm-hmm. Very good uh, thieves merch. And that pre-sale is on till when, Sarah? The 28th. 28th. So yep. you can even get your Christmas money and then buy some of this new merch with it. Yeah, That's a good point. And it's going to be like... The Luligans, it's pre-sale only. Yep. We're not going to order a bunch of extras. So nope. if you want it, 
Order it now because we may never do a run of this stuff again. We will probably never do the hoodie again. So get it. Yep. And bonus with the Thieves merch because they're always giving back. Where's the uh, proceeds going to you this time, Sarah? Uh, new Dimensions. New Dimension Soccer. I had to think between that and the bingo. That's it's a very good, it's <laughs> a very good group. Uh, they bring soccer to underserved communities, yes. let's say. Yep. Kids that might not get a chance to play the game. Uh, because even though it's cheaper than American football, it's still not cheap to get kids into organized sports. Right. So this group goes out and approaches some of those communities that might not have soccer otherwise. Yeah, and they have a bunch of after-school programs, and then there's tournaments on the weekends. And I did put in the description, um, they're always looking for, like, people to stand on the field, you know, like mm -hmm. field set up or concessions and stuff. So if you have free time, that's a great place to donate your time to. And I know a lot of the clubs around town donate coaching hours to mm -hmm. it. So they're actually not only just getting to play the game, but they're getting some good instruction out there. Yep. From some of the best coaches in the area. So New Dimensions is worth your support. And the coolest way to do that is to buy a hoodie or joggers or yep. a hat. Yep. Because then you get free stuff. Well, not free stuff. You get stuff, but some of that money goes to help support a good cause. Yeah. And it's tax deductible. There you go. So Speaking of which, I do want to give a shout out to our good friend Ben Norris, our accountant. Yes, yes. He and I have been working on uh, Lilligan tax stuff this year and for this year and... He's on top of it, so I, I forget what his current firm is, but we'll next next show we'll definitely have to make sure we pimp it out and get him lots of business. Thank you, Ben. But now, not, but not so much business that he doesn't have time for sure. us. My question is: now that we're a nonprofit, when do we start making lots of money like churches? Well, first we need to get some really flashy suits. Nah, I yes. think that's the first step. And some mansions. Yeah, well, you, no. duh, that comes with the suits. I think that means I have to wear a pantsuit. No. We're, we can be one of those hip new churches where you wear... Oh, cool church. The, the boots and the... The long denim skirt. No, no. not that kind of church. <laughs> no, I, I think, said cool I was, I was thinking one of the ones where, you know, the, the, the pastor's wife wears like the knee-high boots and like a puffy vest. Oh, no, I can't do that. When do we fly off to Guyana? <laughs> <laughs> Shh. That's stage two. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. At work, they were getting rid of all our, our existing uh, merch that we have, like you know, shirts and stuff like that. And they decided, well, we'll get rid of all the, cause we're changing our logo. So they said, we'll get rid of everything that we have, you know, this. And then they got some places to donate some stuff and they had an auction online. So, and it's all going to a charity, which awesome. I love that. I work for a company that does that. I bid on puffy vests for all four of us. Oh, and I did not win a single son one of, of them. Bitch. I thought somehow that was going to tie into Jim Jones, and I was very confused. <laughs> Sorry, no, it is Salt Lake City, so I mean. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, let's let's say, but yeah, we were all going to have puffy vests. They've got a big cult out there in Salt Lake City. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, Jazz fans. Speaking of charity and giving back, let's spend a few minutes talking about the current uh, effort that's underway: the Luligan Ladies Holiday Hallmark. I not we shouldn't say Hallmark because there are Netflix yep. and other ones. Yep. Holiday movie bingo. Yep. And it's sucking up all my nighttime hours yes. right now. And I just got a text message from my daughter right before I walked in saying, get that podcast over with and mm -hmm. get home so we can get a movie in. Yep. Got to get um, one in. If you don't know, there's bingo cards and we're watching mostly Hallmark, but any sort of romantic holiday cheesy movie. Yeah. Lifetime, Netflix, some and other crappy Netflix channels. Netflix has a ton of them. Yeah. And we're playing bingo. Yep. And if you mark off, whoever marks off the most 
spots on their cards will win the praise and ad- adulation. Coveted prize of being the best. Yes. Oh, there's a nice prize from uh, City. Oh, oh there we it? go. Mm-hmm. So I did get a message yesterday from, I believe, last year's champion, Matt House. Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> I just started my 10th movie. I don't know if I can go to the distance this year. This is so painful. <laughs> I said, Matt, you must. Think of the college children. Yes. He said, I can't believe I watched over 20 last year. I know nothing of the outside world. I don't know sports. I don't know news. I only know holiday romance. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and we we will get to, when we get to the questions, handicapping some of the uh, favorites. But I will say last year, Matt House walked away with the uh, championship. No, Elena. Oh, Elena beat him, didn't Elena. she? Oh, yeah. So... It's going to be tough um, because obviously Elena and Matt are both back in it. Yep. We've got a couple of new players who who are already claiming some early bingos. Uh, I don't know how you're doing it. It's going to be tough. I'm uh, not doing great. But the the proceeds from this tournament, which by the way, you can still donate. We've posted a couple of links and we'll yep. post another link. And in that link, you can even choose who you want to support yep. as your favorite uh, movie watcher. But the proceeds this year go to UMSL, UMSL Succeed. Mm-hmm. It is a program that our very own April Register works with. Dr. April Register, I should say. She got her PhD. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it helps some kids get the college experience and then put what they learn to use in the real world. And again, it, it's kind of like, you know, the th- the overarching theme with a lot of the charities we support are giving opportunities to people who might not have those opportunities otherwise. Yep. And it's a really good program. If you want to learn more, you can, they follow them on Twitter or just go to the website at UMSL. Uh, it's the UMSL succeed program. So good work there. And, uh, it, you know, you can watch along with the movies, even if you're not playing bingo. Yeah. Cause it's a lot of great fun. It's so. uh, it's not. They're terrible. It's really not. <laughs> They're fucking horrible it's, movies. It's fun like the first day, and then you're like, I have to watch. Yes. Like for the rest of the week. Right. I've got two hours. I need to watch a goddamn homework yeah. movie. I I stopped working last night at like six thirty, and I'm like, oh, I guess we're gonna go better put a movie on. Yep. I don't. I don't even know what it's gonna be. I'm gonna just turn on Friendly. Yep. I got home at last at nine o'clock last night, and I was like. I just kind of want to read and go to bed. Mm-hmm. And Jane's like, we got to watch a movie. You got to mm-hmm. at least, at least watch one today. Got to get one out. So. Yeah. And like Matt last year, Matt house was like giving updates and this year he's doing reviews and yeah, this year he's silent and it's scary. Yeah. And well, I think he did post one yesterday. Did he? But okay, it, I missed it. I, I didn't get a chance to watch it, but that is a man that has been beaten down by movies. <laughs> like you can just see it in his face that there is, there is serious trauma. They are, they are traumatic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, will and, they ever find love? And and it, you know what's coming. Like, within the first three minutes of the movie, yeah. you can figure out how it's going to end. For sure. But you've got to watch two more hours of it, like a slow motion train track. Straight train shit. Crash. Straight yes. shit. Yep. It's, it's, all, it's all the same. I mean, my family, which is Jane, myself, and my wife, Ethan doesn't watch them because... He's, he's smart, yeah. He's I was gonna say. But we watch him like mystery science theater. Yeah, yeah. You know, we we just yell out random lines or predict what is going to happen next. And, Don't go into that truck. Yeah, Don't that go kind into of that stuff. Truck. Um, you know, I bet he goes home and fucks that little dog. That kind of stuff. Because um, that's the only thing that makes it tolerable. Yeah. You know, 
creating alternate universes. Like, it's, this is what would really happen if that happened. You know, that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Um, it, uh, it's it's not. They're not realistic. No, it was a very it's not fun. Life. Wait, hold on, hold it's on. Not you life. mean part-time carpenters can't afford a brand new F three fifty seventy thousand dollar pickup truck? truck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <Yeah>. Nope. <laughs> we were uh, a couple weeks ago. We went out with all the uh, brother and sisters and laws, and you know, just the adults went out. And Aaron was getting ready. Then I went up and got ready. And she came out and she had on boots and jeans and a flannel shirt. And I had boots and jeans and a flannel shirt. And immediately it was like, well. Maybe we'll find love in a Hallmark <laughs> movie tonight as we get, should we get into the truck and, you know. Yeah, the giant expensive truck. Yeah, that's right. And, I, you know, somebody like sent me a meme the other day, like, if you watch it in reverse, it's actually a very positive story, mm-hmm. you know, because it's always like a woman gives up like an ideal job in the big city doing something very important to marry some bum in her hometown. Yeah. Like she should do it the other way. She should leave the hometown bum, <laughs> get a really good job and take over the world in New York City. Yeah. That, you know. There are some like that, but they're few and far yeah. between. It's all about the small town. Yes. Anyway. Made up countries. You understand. Can, yeah. Did, lanes. Did you guys watch the Hanukkah one? Because yes. I heard there's a Hanukkah one. Yeah. We watched the Hanukkah one. Okay. And Jane's all about the lesbian ones. We watched, uh-huh. Which. As you do. Jane actually read a review the other day. The worst part about the Hanukkah Hallmark movies is they're slightly anti-Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like the gay ones too. It's like, well, the main characters are gay, but we have to throw in a bunch of hetero romance just to make sure you know we're not like, you know, it's like they Gotta, can't let it be the focus. Right, yeah. right. The Karens will not like, accept that. The Hanukkah movie, it's like, Hanukkah's cool, but it's kind of like Jew Christmas. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> That's how it's okay, you know. So whatever anyway. channel I had it on the other day, like some commercials popped up, and it was the My Pillow guy, and I was nah. like, I am on the wrong channel. Yeah. <laughs> I need to change it right now. This is not right. Yeah, I, I, I don't. There think... are good commercials, unfriendly though. Yeah, like, yep. I, I've seen them all way too many times. I know. Anyway, uh, let's move on to more charity. Hot Mitch, Hallmark movie yeah, talk. Exactly. <laughs> Mitch, we're we're gonna enter your realm now. Uh, the New Year's. So you have a a computer has a secure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Did you turn it off and turn it back on? Yeah. Let's talk about our New Year game. We were supposed to announce that earlier this week, and we didn't. Well, so we're announcing it tonight we were, on the podcast. We were planning on potting earlier. Was, yes. or actually, we were planning on last week. And yes. We, anyway, point being, here's a surprise. Surprise. The annual Winter Classic. It's going to be on the first Saturday after New Year's. Ta-da! It's, it's almost like it's always been that way. It's always yes. that way. Now, mind you. New Year's Day is a Saturday. That's never going to happen yeah, ever. No. We're never, ever going to do that because of hangovers. Yes. That is just stupid. But So it's the 8th. It is year. the 8th, and it will be at Soccer Park on the main field again. I want to thank Steve Petcher for getting that set up, him and uh, Scott Clemenson, getting that taken care of for us. Thank you. And uh, If you're new to the group, this is our yearly tradition where we, well, Yearly, except for COVID and floods. Yeah, <laughs> take those years out. So it's been a, it's been a hot minute since our last game, but mm-hmm. the Luligans play the American Outlaws, St. Louis. And yes, hey, you know what's a funny thing about that? Yeah, it's all us. Yeah, it's all the same guys. Like <laughs> it's all the same people. I mean, most of us are dual members, or at least friends with everybody. So yep. you know, it, we have a lot of fun. The Outlaws do tend to trend a little bit younger and, and they healthier, take it a little bit more seriously. Yeah. Um, I, I have a feeling Hulahan will probably get a red card early on. Yeah. 
Um, Because he knocks over kids, (laughs) like little children. He's he's like a puppy. (laughs) He's he's not trying to do it. No, just. Does it? Yeah. Rub its nose in it. Yes. Um, <laughs> and, get the spray bottle. I think of water. last year we gave him a red card before the game started. Yeah, I did. To just get to him let off, him know to get him off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we have some fun. Uh, you know, if things aren't going the Luligans way, we have a tendency to throw a multi ball out there. <laughs> multi ball. Um, we've been known to have more than eleven men on the field. <laughs> well, children. You yeah. can have multiple children exactly. to equal one person. Um, but we have a lot of fun. Um, I would like to see more children playing for the Outlaws this year. Yes. Because it usually ends up that they have a bunch of 24-year-olds, yes. and we have children and me and Brad. And g- geriatric <laughs> patients. <laughs> I- I'll stick you in, in a red shirt. He can be a little ringer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just turn around, put it Own in their goals. goal. Take it off. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but we do have a lot of fun, and every year this supports our friends at the St. Louis Area Food Bank. Yep. Um, we do have an online portion, but... It is going. We do like to have physical donations to this one, um, so there will be a bunch of bins there. You can pull up, drop off canned goods. We will put out a list of the most wanted items. We will put out a list of how you can donate and all that good stuff. Um, and if you want to play, we'll we'll have information on that coming out very soon. How do you get to play, Brad? Basically, show up. No, that is wrong. Oh no! What's? Oh, you have to make you a donation. Donate. That's of, right. Of course. That's right. Not ramen. Don't bring ramen. That's no. right. We will. We will have guidelines or, or cheapo mac and cheese. I mean, we have guidelines because the problem with people bringing mac and cheese, you have to have milk and or butter, and a lot of people that need that don't have milk and or butter. I guess I just unless you make bring Velveeta water in it. Unless you bring Velveeta where it already has the cheese in it. We can it's rich people stuff right there. We will have guidelines. <laughs> but no ramen. There will be a PDF. Okay. Yes, there will. Uh, and and all donations are appreciated. But not so, ramen. But don't bring ramen. Evidently, Sarah. They, no, they say don't bring yeah. ramen. Okay. They get enough ramen or ramen's it's not, not good. It's not like so. it has no nutritional gotcha. value. It's high in sodium. And Okay. So other than ramen, all yep. donations are appreciated. Uh, so and, if you were going to, you know, mess up and bring canned goods to the... Uh, mystery beer cart. Yeah, yeah, this would be your opportunity. Yep. Yeah, Tallboy Roulette. Speaking mm-hmm. of beer, our friends Urban Chestnut always supply the sports drinks for this event. Um, so there will be free sports drinks for anybody who comes out to either watch or play. Mm-hmm. And we do encourage you to come out and watch, even if you don't want to play. So oh, sometimes yeah. watching is more fun yes. than playing. Yeah. We will have all that information. I'm going to try to put that out tomorrow morning. That'd be a great idea. Yep. So. Uh, we encourage everyone to come out and have some fun with us. Yeah, it's always a great. I, well, the big question is, is whether or not Allie Ryan's coming back so we can have Allie Cam again. Yes. Because uh, dad taking her out when they're on the same team is always a good play. Uh, but yeah, the, the important thing is we're going to have drop off. Uh, I've got some high school seniors that have, or high school juniors that have hours that they have to do. So they're going to work, you know, so don't be afraid to load them up and make them work and abuse them. You know, the online donations will have their portal. Every year, people show up and they get so excited, they just say, hey, here's some cash. That's fine, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you did know, that one, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I really don't care. This is a huge, huge thing because so many charities get a lot of help before the holidays, and then they really need help after the holidays, and yes. there's nothing to draw upon. What is it? One dollar is four meals? One dollar yep. equals four meals. So, yeah, and the food bank is just always so appreciative of our efforts so come out be a part of it have some fun and uh it's gonna be cold it's gonna be cold but it's gonna be cold if it's wait, wait. if it sleets we're still gonna play if 
It's St. Louis. It could be 70 degrees it could be. or it could yep. be seven. Yep. Yes. But I'm just saying, like, if it sleets or snows. We still play. Yeah, don't think you're going to, like, oh, I'm going to stay home. No. Nope. Nope. Game on. Nope. In fact, yeah. actually, those usually end up being the most fun yes. stories. Yeah. And it's the main field at Soccer Park. It's a pretty cool experience to play out on that pitch. Yeah. Yep. Just don't break anything. Yes. Ankles. John Clemens. Who yeah. was that that hurt themselves during during warm-ups? Ketting. Patrick Ketting. Right. <laughs> it happens. He was stretching. And <laughs> he, he was stretching himself. and pulled something. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always say. Never stretch. Never stretch. Nope. <laughs> go out there cold. It's exactly right. If your muscles are cold, they can't stretch too far and pull. No, not at all. Um, one big quick shout out for local merchants, Second Shift Brewery. I'm mm. starting to see the prickly pear Brewligans variant around oh, town at places. So goddamn good. So uh, if you're out doing your beer shopping and you're for the holidays, pick up a Four pack of prickly pear for your friends. Or two four packs. Whatever it takes. I highly recommend it. It is amazingly delicious. Uh, one piece of St. Louis City uh, news that I think we should mention. Our good friend Mark Pace has officially joined the coaching staff. Yeah. That's great St. Louis news. City. That good is news. awesome news. He'll be working with Tim Kelly with the goalkeepers, obviously. Uh, for those of you who were around for St. Louis FC days, Mark was... I don't know, one of our favorite goalies. Oh, by far. Uh, played a couple years with us. He went on to Toronto. Got an MLS Cup with Toronto. That he did. Fact. That he did. Uh, then he went to Miami. Miami. But Mark's a great guy. We've had him on top, the podcast a couple guy. times. Phenomenal. Top guy. Uh, he always comes back and does camps in the summer and stuff. So now he's going to actually be working with St. Louis City. And happy for him. Happy for the kids that are going to work with him. Let's talk to him after the first of the new year. We should Let's get Mark him on, on the pod, yeah. And the great thing is, is that he can drink and say whatever he wants because Jeremy won't get mad at him. That's right. Well, he, pr- he pretty much did anyway. Yeah, that's true. Um, let's talk about MLS Next Pro. Garbage logo notwithstanding. Horrible uh, logo. Uh, this is the new lower division league that they've been talking about. This will be the third division in U.S. soccer, equivalent to USL 1. They are Mauve. pros. USL Mauve. USL Mauve. I'm falling asleep already. <laughs> I know, I know. But it is a pro league. It will. It's basically going to become home for all the MLS 2 teams that played in USL. Uh, right, The first year, there's 21 clubs. And they're all MLS except for Rochester. Now, here's my I don't get this. here is my conspiracy theory of why Rochester is in this league, because they still owe USL a shit ton of money, oh. and to play in USL, they would have had to pay them. <laughs> so they just begged MLS that. if they could play with them. <clears throat> Gabor always said he'd have Rochester in MLS. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> I don't know. Is, is that too far out on the limb to think they no, owe USL honestly, money? No. I mean, we no, know how USL is in their money. We know they want their money. Exactly. So Even if you don't owe it to them, right. they think you do. So that's my conspiracy theory of why Rochester is in the league. I like that conspiracy theory. Okay. I'm uh, waiting for a phone call from one of our exactly. sources. that will be like, uh, don't talk yeah. about that place. Can you cut that from the podcast? <laughs> Pay me and I will. Um, well, what's, the, what's, the, what's the plan here? Is it just the reserve? It's, it's just it's, the reserve it's league. It's a reserve league. It's a step between the academy and the first team, which, I mean, that's what MLS tried to do with USL, and I think it worked. I think USL helped a lot of those kids transition. It, 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 helped, it helped USL for name recognition. Yeah. I think it helped MLS too, though. I think it helped their players transition. 
I, I just, again, I don't think 150 people at a pro soccer game is a good look. No, I, I still, th- I don't think it will be as good as USL. Um, I don't think it'll be as good as USL one, honestly. It, well, the, the, well, the, the talent may be, the, the talent on the field but they're not going to market be. it. They're not going to, they're not going to use it to the best of their abilities. But I think the MLS two teams didn't work in USL because they had different priorities than the independent teams. They just wanted to get their players some time. So I think that's what this league is for. It'll be a little bit more advanced. It'll be, they'll be paid. Uh, Guys can, or teams can sign a kid, throw him on that team to see how he's doing. I, I think it's, Honestly, I think it's a play where they're going to move the teams to your Little Rocks, your Wichita's. Could your, be. And it's going to be minor league soccer. And it's But, I mean, teams all around the world do it, though. They have their team. Bundesliga has, has their second team that's playing in Bundesliga 3. Or... Yeah, it's true. But they're not taking a market away from someone else. Like Spokane, Washington, deserves its own team. It yes. doesn't deserve a Sounders. But it, I... To that argument, I would say there's room in America because even with USL expanding like it is, they're not going to hit every market. So some markets might say, well, we can't get a USL team. What if we approach New York Red Bulls and say, we'd love to be the home for your B team? Because my, my, my comeback to that would be and the American soccer public is not dumb. No. They, they know... Like the the people of Rio Grande Valley knew that it was it was the Houston Dynamo yeah. reserves at the end. It wasn't their team still. I mean, they they tried to dress it up as best they could. Yeah. But, well, I think that, and, and I, think I think this is better though. I think, I think this way they're not hiding it. You know, it's not going to be the hybrid situations, but they might say. I think I don't think that makes it better. I don't know. I mean, I think you can still support the B team. I think. I mean, for example, St. Louis next year, I, I'm going to go to all of the games because we don't have our A team. You know, this is our pro. But but oh, but when, but when the main team comes along, but, you gonna... but you've still got people who who are really into it and really want to see the next level. I mean, there's people that love minor league baseball. But see, oh, but for... no, no, but the, I see this comes to what we're saying, though. Memphis is never going to have an MLB team. But right. they can have a triple A team right. that they support really well, and then they can be proud of their guys that went up yeah. and played on the Cardinals. I still think the same and, thing's true here. But I think that also comes to the problem is that soccer isn't minor league. It's second division, third division, and uh, they we soccer fans as until a whole pro rel happens here. It's minor league. It's minor league. But but the thing is, is that we've been trying to say for the longest time. No, no. It's not. And and it pretty much spits in the face of everything soccer people have said. No, no. I, I mean I take that point and I do agree. But I also think there's a there's a market for this level of soccer. I do. I agree. But I do think kind of to Bird's point, I think it needs to go to locations that aren't gonna have that maybe Springfield, Missouri. We'll see. You yeah. know, like they're never going to have a USL right. championship team. I you know, I highly doubt. I won't say never. A USL Tope. Yeah, I guess. It, it, maybe they'd have a USL plaid team. Right. But, you know, it, there's... Well, and that's why I said that the so, country's big enough where you don't even have to compete with other USL teams. There are markets you could put these teams in. I think we should put one in Chattanooga. <laughs> Let's have three teams there. Yes. 
the Red Bulls still around as if they just die on the vine? I, no, I think they're going to be in this new development league. Red Wolves? No, oh, Red I thought you said Red Bulls. Oh, no, oh, sorry, no. Red Wolves. Chattanooga. We were no, saying Chattanooga. I, yeah, no, did they I, die on the vine? I don't know. I don't know. I can't keep up My with My interest only goes so far. Well, and then you've, you're looking at Chattanooga FC now, which tentatively, precariously hanging on to NISA because who knows how long that league's going to last now that Detroit's gone. So They are still around, I mean, US U.S. soccer... We know it's all a little bit of smoke and mirrors. It's a shit escape, isn't it? Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. But I'm excited next year because we will get to see. I imagine this this MLS Next Pro City team will have a lot of the kids that are on the U17 Academy team. Then you've also got an opportunity to maybe sign some kids and get them some playing time. This league will be like when you draft a kid in the MLS Super Draft and maybe good college player but not quite ready to step into the first team, this is a place where he can get some playing time. Um, it, it really, I think it's a valuable league. It, go, it goes to the NBA, NHL style of yeah. draft pick management. The other option is if you've got a player who's, who's really better but still not quite ready, you, can, you still have the opportunity to loan that person to a USL squad or to a you know, NISA squad or whatever. Like... You won't be saddled where it's just this. You can do anything you want I, with your I, own players. I'm not. I'm not sitting here, um, being detrimental to the talent on the field. Mm. You know, the, the Sporting KC two team was very good. The, the, they're the, never the going to draw. The, the right. red, the, the, but the the look of having eighty yeah. to hundred and fifty fans in a professional league is just. And I agree. And look. I and I agree. And I think that's why USL and MLS parted ways i think usl said you've got to do better Mm -hmm. if you're going you're going to have to market it you're going to have to make it a professional environment and i don't think the mls squads were wanting to spend that much money and do that well all they wanted was playing times i didn't understand how financially viable it was anyway because having an entire squad of uh, an entire squad of coaches flying back and forwards from Tacoma to Tulsa to Oklahoma City, back to Tacoma, then to Orange County, then to... It, and th- there was no money in it for them because they were drawing to a yeah. shit. I, d- I didn't understand the financial viability of it all anyway. It, it will be interesting to see how it is put into practice. Well, like... And don't get me wrong, I look at some of that NISA stuff and yeah. go, well, how's that financially viable? Well, no, don't no. get me wrong. But I, and I don't know, like, maybe these games won't be streamed or maybe they won't be selling tickets. Maybe it'll be, die. you can just go for free if you've got season tickets or we'll have to see how practically they put it. Oh, together. and that leads to the next part is that us, us soccer division three has stadium and requirements of that. They're not as high as, as division two. Right. So that's but why a lot of the MLS teams will drop down, will drop. but they yeah. still do have a standard. They do have some. You're you right. know, and I don't, let's say it's a thousand. Just and obviously arguments. none of these teams are going to qualify for the open cup or anything like that because they, they're their own, main, their club. players are owned right. by the main club. Right. We might be able to, cause we're not double dipping. We might be able might to be that able first to. year. Yeah. Might be able well, but, but by the time cool. they would qualify, they're no longer. Well, here, here's my next question to you. You said you're going to go to every game next year. I didn't say every game. I said, I'm going to go to some games. Yes. But when the main team comes along, 
It depends. I uh, mean, when you've got thirty dollars disposable you're, income, you're and you've got time to spend with your families uh-huh. on off weekends. No, that's always been true, and we've always talked about that. But if there's a hot up and coming young player that's getting some publicity or or getting touted as you know a U.S. national team youth player, it would be cool to go see that guy. Or mm-hmm. you know, if you tell me, hey Brad, you should you should check out a game with this kid. He's going to be in the first team in a few years. It'll be nice to be able to go see those games. I think. No, I mean you, you're not right. I mean yeah. there are there are lunatics that go and watch <laughs> right. the Manchester United reserve games away from home. They go yeah. to and that, that, that's mind-boggling to me. But yeah. there are people that do that. I mean, but also it was just like sort of the academy games this year. It's not like you needed to be there, but it was like, hey, set, there's nothing going on Saturday. Hey, Mitch, let's, let's get together and just go watch the game, have a few beers. I mean, it'll be that kind of thing. Uh-huh. So. We'll see. And, and might, we'll see where they play. They might be playing down, st- down at the new training facilities. So next year, at least, it'll be nice to go down and just see the place and check it out. I don't know. We'll see. Kind of like practice. Yeah. Talk about, talking about practice. practice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, we'll see how it goes. I mean, you're, you've got plenty of questions, and they're all valuable questions, and mm-hmm. we'll see how it works in practice. We know before the MLS joined USL – in that sort of hybrid system. The problem was MLS tried to have their reserve league, but they'd only have nine players. So they'd have to call two guys from accounting down to come play. And it didn't work. But I think now most of your MLS teams realize how important the Academy systems are. And if they're not full bore, they're getting geared up because you've got to create your own talent. You've got to have a pipeline. And well, I mean, also, once you have that academy pipeline, you need it can be steps a, all the way up. It can be a revenue generator. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it can be a revenue generator. And we know eventually there's going to have to be solidarity payments in the United States. Some teams are already doing it. Some, like the Bundesliga, like does it whether they're required to or not mm-hmm. because it's the right thing to do. Uh, but teams are going to start taking advantage of that. As so, they should. And you've got to have a step for every level of player. Because we know the U17, there is a big difference between 17 years old and 25 years old. You've got to have a step in between, you know, before. Because not every 18-year-old is ready to play first team in MLS. Some will go to college. Yeah. Some might just stay with that team. Exactly. There, There becomes functionality as an option. Yeah. And when you graduate college, like I said, you may have all the tools, but you just need a little bit more seasoning before you're ready for that first team. Well, if I've spent a draft pick on you, I'm not just going to cut you. I'm going to say, well, let's see if we can either loan him out to another team, get him some playing time, you know, just get you ready for the next level. That used to infuriate me though, because you look at Patrick Doody, you look at Drew Connor, you look at Alec Khan, they did. They did just cut him. You look at Tyler David up at the Whitecaps. They, they drafted him, and two weeks later, he's playing for us. And Which, like, again, more teams gives more players an opportunity to find a spot. And it also means that more teams take the guys they draft more seriously yeah. because they know if I cut this guy, Chicago can steal him and dump him on their I mean, reserve team. The Super Draft is still a crapshoot, and we can talk a little bit about that, but... Not many players you draft out of college are ready for MLS year one. It just, I mean, physically, emotionally, 
they haven't, especially the college system does not prepare players for pros. Correct. Now, NFL or and college football does, college basketball does. Until we get our academy systems and a, and a true pipeline going, there's a gap there in American soccer where we've got to get more games, and that's USL. That's was the NASL. That's you know what I mean. Those those level of teams. So if we get another third division, I'm okay with it because it gives more kids an opportunity to find a spot and make a little bit of money. We know they're not going to make great money at that level, but but you're getting something for yeah. your investment. But maybe a, an MLS team says, "Well, I won't cut him." He can still make his MLS salary, and we'll get him some games there. Rather than deciding Patrick Duty's not worth $75,000 a year because I can sign a new college kid. You know what I mean? Maybe, I don't know, hopefully there's a place where more players will get an opportunity. So well, There goes my dream of joining their accounting team and getting called into exactly. a game. Uh, speaking of MLS, they had the uh, expansion draft this week. For those of you who don't know, and uh, it, I mean, the MLS is full of convoluted roster maneuverings. Uh, there's the Super Draft, which is the college players, basically. And then there's the Super Jam. <laughs> and then there's the Super Jam Draft. No, the Expansion Draft basically is when a new team comes into the league, in this case, Charlotte, every team in, in the league has to make a list of players that are unprotected. They're, they're allowed to protect so many players. And then... Charlotte gets to pick five players from this unprotected list. If they pick one from a team, that team is safe. They don't have to be in it anymore. So, And then at the end of it, the five players that Charlotte picked, it, picked, they won't have to put up any players for St. Louis's expansion draft. Now, Keep, I, keep talking. I'm, I'm pulling something up. On okay. Me. Now, again, none of this means anything because I think Charlotte traded three of the people they yeah. picked in the expansion draft. Yeah. One of them, they traded for actual money. Two of them, they traded for MLS Monopoly money uh, or maybe a roster slot or something. I heard they traded the fourth one for a new kit designer. Yes. There are so many rules, and it is so hard to keep up. I do not blame you for not understanding it. Uh, but I don't think they even understand it nah, at this not point. Really. But you, you, you tweeted out this morning, you know, that we're having a podcast today. Has anyone mm-hmm. got anything to say? I think his name was Adam Yeager. Said, you mm-hmm. know, is anyone else psyched from a year from now? Yeah. And I'm like, a year from now, we'll be signing players that no other team wants. <laughs> I can fucking barely sleep at night. I'm so, <laughs> so stoked for that. It, I mean, and some, some guy, when I tweeted about the expansion draft the other day, said, how can you build a team with only five players? Well, you can <laughs> you can take five from this, but that's not the only way you build a team. They're going to log a lot of minutes. That's how we're going to do it. <laughs> They're the only players available ever. Yes, ever. Exactly. That's it. Ever. No, so, nobody no else. No more. So there will be trading. There will be signing free agents. There will be discovering players and signing them from your academy. And then Gam and Tam and Jam <laughs> and, and Pam and, and Sam. Jam. Yeah, all the Gams. Spam. <laughs> Trades. It. It is very complicated. MLS is more complicated than any other league. Than it in the needs world. to be, honestly. Than it needs to be. be. Yeah. Well, because it's the only way they protect the pyramid scheme that they have. They too. They. They do. I mean, the whole fake money thing is like, instead of just increasing the salary cap, just get rid. Just get they rid give, of it. They give. They. They give you fake money to get around the salary cap. 
it's stupid. And you know, then you can trade that fake money. It's like, well, I don't want to spend my $800,000 of fake money. Matt, would you like to spend my $800,000 well, of fake money? And there's multiple classes of fake money. There's the targeted, there's, there's the general. general yeah. There's designated player. There's, there's the designated young player. Yeah. There's so many different classifications. I mean, know. I'd like to tell you all, we will sit down and have an episode where we explain I, all this, no way. but I'm there's not going no to. Way. I won't be here. I'm not going <laughs> to be here. I was going to say, no way. Well, and even if we got it all right, It changes whenever something new is available. Yeah. Who, let's say just Clint Dempsey. Doesn't want to go to Toronto. I don't want to go to Chicago. I'm not playing for Chicago. Figure out a way where Seattle can can sign me. Yeah. Okay, well, Seattle now is at the top of the MLS allocation board. Wait, weren't they 75th? Yes, they were, but they gave Chicago $500,000 of fake money, and everybody's happy. Okay, they're just going to figure out a way around it. You literally need a mob accountant yes and a mob lawyer to figure these things yes. out i mean mls is the best level of soccer we have in the united states it is also a mickey mouse league <laughs> the two can be simultaneously true yeah um i don't like the things they do but i am excited to go see my team play it's just we're gonna have to learn to live with that sort of dichotomy in our brains but, but USL did a lot of Mickey Mouse. Things. Yes, of course. Yes, and but that was still a league worth watching. Yeah, you know, it's. I mean, NASCAR does Mickey Mouse things, and you know, every American and the NFL does Mickey Mouse things. So you know, like the Premier League man is a, is an outlier bubble that's gonna. Yeah. It, but it it it's okay to point it out. It's okay to say you know what that's garbage. I think I think that's the only way to do it. If you ignore all the stupid things your team or your league does, then you're just Pollyanna. You're, you know, you're just an apologist for... And, and I also understand that, and, and t- Tom Strunk or Fred, I don't, I don't remember which hat he had on, <laughs> said, you know, we, we've got to play their game. You yeah. know, we, we, we can't, we've got to play it their way. And right. that's, you know, I get but, that. But I can say I'm really excited for City to take the field, and I really want them to do well. That doesn't mean I agree with every decision they make or, you know, and it, it's perfectly fine to point out when they make bad decisions. We told Jeremy, you know. We sat here <laughs> and told, said that Dale Shilly had to be fired. That was one of the hardest podcasts we ever had to do. I would, speaking of our friend Jeremy, I would like to uh, let people know of a picture that is online of Mr. Allen Ball wearing a puffy vest. I, this is the second time that he's worn it and I've just sent it to him. And I'm going to say, what in the actual fuck is this? Because you promised me last time you'd never wear it again. Jeremy. It's a gilet. There's one, nothing I can do for you, Jeremy. Once he gets out of our grasp, yeah. we can't be responsible for his bad decisions. Out to wear without sleeves is the future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take that vest and I'm going to put Seabeck shirt pattern over it. Oh, we need a Seabeck puffy World vest. Worlds are no. colliding. That doesn't need to happen. First off, nobody needs a puffy vest. Mm. That they don't need to exist. No, unless you're I Marty. Think, I don't well, think Marty needs McFly. A vest. Marty McFly does. That's those are the '80s ones. Those are different. I don't think anybody needs a vest of any kind. It's made of real gorilla chest. That I'm sorry, Simpsons. I don't know, like a nice suit and a like a tuxedo. <laughs> he just said it's not a puppy vest. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> don't believe your eyes, Sarah. <laughs> All right. Um, the only other thing I wanted to mention MLS-wise was the schedule came out officially for next year. So that really does mean this time next year, 
we will have official games scheduled. We'll be planning trips. We'll be planning events. We'll Got be... me a fucking camper. I'm on it for away games. Nice. <laughs> me and you and her go. Oh, well, and that just means Brad's also sorted. <laughs> <laughs> he does sleep five. There we go. Well, oh, and, and, no. Well, Gardner already called to bed that he'll pass he did, out. He did. I'm not okay. sleeping with you fucks in a camper. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm not either because there's nowhere to plug in my CPAP machine, so I'll snore, <laughs> wake up everybody. We'll be at a nice hotel. That's somewhere. right. I'll use my points. <laughs> it doesn't have a bathroom. Sarah and I are at the spa in big comfy robes. Brad's under somebody's bed halfway. (laughs) It's bound to happen. That was one of the greatest soccer trips of my life. It was. We had so much fun. Do not diss the camper experience. But that was a full-blown camper van. That wasn't a pop-up toe-behind camper. All right, now, we got to get through questions because Sarah and I got to get home and watch some Hallmark movies. This is true. I don't want to do it I know. Uh, This is from our buddy Jake Trokey. Uh, thoughts on the MLS champions, New York City FC, still not having their own stadium? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of bullshit, right? They were supposed to. That was the whole deal. I mean, how can you be MLS champions and not have a home field? Here's the thing, right? They 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 were brought into the league, a second New York City team to blow up the ratings, mm-hmm. make it more marketable. Fifth highest MLS final ratings on ABC. It's not great. No. Uh, the, and their stadium, it's, it's a baseball field. It's not And it's not a regulation this field. This is the thing. It's Mickey Mouse. Yes. But. You made the adjustment to allow New York in because you wanted the New York market and you wanted the New York, you know, doll, ad dollars more than you wanted to make it fair because every other team has to have a plan in place, has to have a stadium. You know, if Carolyn Kendall Betts had to spend $300 million to build a goddamn stadium, Manchester City didn't have to spend that much to build a stadium in New York. They're gonna That's win. not fair. But they want to win Pep Guardiola, the Champions League, so bad. They're going to win the CONCACAF Champions League before they win the oh, UEFA yeah. Champions League. That's what's going to happen. Um, Jake also wants to know if everyone is sad that the New England Revolution got rid of the old Navy logo. No, yes. I love it. I like it. What are we going to make the fun of? The new logo is Rangers. It just yeah. uh, it it screams bit, Rangers it to me. It's a Rangers It's better off. than fucking old Navy nope. in bad. the early not, 90s. The new one's not bad, though. Nope. It's, it's all right. Crayon flag forever. Well, that's because you're old, Brad. <laughs> See, I, I, want them to, I want them to have the crayon flag so we can make fun of it. Like now, Yeah, it's both good and bad. Yeah, it was so bad it was good right. to make fun now of. Now we just have Brad's windbreaker. <laughs> I donated that the day after you mocked me. <laughs> anyway. I think, it, I think it's still in my I'm closet. Go, I'm going to dig through eBay and just find windbreakers yeah. for a <laughs> <laughs> Make them wear them. Quit making fun of me. You can go with this if you want. ageism. <laughs> this is ageism. Uh, and uh, he wants to know, is Matt House clandestinely racking up the bingos? He could be. He could be sandbagging on us. I did see that update. I just looked. I haven't listened to it yeah, yet, though. I'm going to have to watch it. Yeah. Uh, A.A. Ron Mednick, what are some of your favorite moments from past Luligan versus A.O. matches? Uh, I think my favorite is Allie screaming dad move (laughs) on the Allie cam. Yes. Not because he was guarding her, just he was on her team and in her way. Yes. He couldn't, his old ass couldn't get out of her way quick enough. That was, that was fantastic. I not make Steve Rosnack once. That was probably my proudest moment. (laughs) There you go. My personal one was that I got, received a pass and gave it back to Steve Petcher. There you go. That was a Very nice. that was a personal highlight. Uh, John Clemens breaking his leg. Yes, during breaking the game, his ankle. Yes. 
Uh, oh, uh, Lennon McGuire breaking a wrist in a game. Yes, yes. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, uh, Kevin Wygant's son mm-hmm. scoring a legitimate goal. It yeah. wasn't a oh let the kid score. It was he put it top corner. Yeah, he put some put some Dude, mustard through one it. One of Lindsay's girls was playing. <gasps> yeah, she was yes. so good, and she abused she, Stewie. She was just <laughs> yeah. You could. She was just yeah. yeah. Different level. It was messy versus. It was. She was just so good at with a ball at feet. It was just. just I always uh, like when Preston is our keeper, the Logan keeper, because he just constantly drinks the whole time. Yeah. And he's in like pajama pants yeah. and a hat with ear flaps. <laughs> big snow pants. It's uh, my favorite. Ewan getting excited when named captain because he yep. thinks it's a real honor. Oh my God, he thinks it's freaking <laughs> FA Cup final. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did like the last couple times we've had people walk out. Of the tunnel, like that's nice. That's yeah. kind of yeah. fun. Yeah. We need yeah. a ball on a plinth. Yes, yeah. we do. <laughs> um, I always like when Urban Chestnut drops drops off the sports drinks. Well, that's always one of my us. favorite. They don't moments. drop it off. Well, I, yeah. yeah, but I do like having a truck full of beer. Yes, that's always a great feeling. Uh, but it's some fun. You should oh, come out this. You know year. what else is my favorite part? What announcing a total? Yes, announcing that's the total good, yeah. that we raise for food bank. Because every, every time I'm stunned. Every time I'm like, uh, it didn't look like that much. Oh no. You raised a city. It gets better every time. Yep. So, uh, what a pint wants to know: Can we get an update on Mitch Morris, Mitch Maurice Airport rankings? <laughs> Mitch, do you have a new favorite airport? Or? I have one that's definitely not. DFW can suck my ass. Oh, okay. I was say, is it Atlanta? I hate Atlanta. Atlanta's bad. No. So I, I had a quick work trip down to Dallas this week, and DFW can eat all the bags of dicks possible. Never been through that one. Fly American, get dropped off at gate D4, D5 to go in because I'm flying out of gate D4. Mm-hmm. Walk up, line is a billion people long, but that's okay. I have TSA pre-check. Walk up, no TSA pre-check. Gal says, you have to go down to the next one. I go down to the next one. She, same thing. Thousand people, no TSA. You have to walk down to gate 30 for TSA pre-check. Oh, no. And those two gates are the only two open other than 30. So I have to walk from gate four to gate 30, which is like literally three quarters of a mile and back all the way to gate four and barely make it in time to get onto, you know, like I walked up right as my group was being called. Did you run with your suitcase? Oh, hell no. I love doing that. This sounds like a Mitch problem, not a Brad problem. (laughs) And then there was, there was an Evan problem. You don't pay pay for fancy pre-check. You don't have to worry about it. You just get in line of a billion people. (laughs) So my, my sales guy, Evan, he he was flying back home to Toronto. This is a story. I have a story. This is a great story. And so, yeah. So, you know, you have to, Canada says, if you're going to come in from a a third world nation, you have to have a (laughs) 72 hour uh, negative COVID test. Mm -hmm. So luckily the hotel we were at, they actually have them there for you to do it. He gets it. Obviously, it's negative. He goes to the airport today. Now, mind you, he doesn't always give himself enough time, but he gave himself enough time to get through. Walks up, puts this information down. The guy says, this is older than 72 hours. Evan's like, no, I just got it two, like two and a half days ago or whatever it was. And he goes, no, you got it on the 10th. Evan's like, no, or the 12th. Evan's like, no, I got it on the 14th or 13th. And he goes... No, you got it on the 12th. See? 13, 12. Ah. Uh, 21. The months. Oh, for fuck's yeah. sake. Because every country in the world except for us yep. do it that way. Yep. The guy sat and argued. So I got with, it in the 13th month. 
<laughs> Which yeah. was immediately said, so what is the 13th month called? January. <laughs> yeah. Smart. So he ends up arguing with this guy. And finally, you know, the guy says, you know, I'll call my supervisor. Please do. Yes. Comes over. The guy walks over. What seems to be the problem? Ask him what the 13th month is. <laughs> yep. So he finally gets through. Flight is already boarded and nice. pulling out. He missed his flight to go home to Canada. He had to wait until a 730 flight from a 1220 flight. Oh, no. Yeah. That blows. So DFW, you are down in O'Hare range now. There we go. Atlanta is so bad. LaGuardia, I hate it. New, it's got no, hills new in LaGuardia it. is great. It's got hills in it. No, the new LaGuardia is awesome. Oh, I guess I haven't been to that one. Oh my God, they redid it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been under construction. For like I eight would years. rather fly through Mogadishu <laughs> than London Heathrow. Okay, that's <laughs> that a... is a pit. So I was fine with it. Five terminals, and the the only way you get from one terminal to another is bus. There's no like yeah. tram, train. No. Oh, that would be great at O'Hare. You no, have to with walk... a stroller and fucking twins. <laughs> O'Hare, you have to walk 22 miles to get from Terminal B to Terminal Q. Yeah. And there's nothing that takes you in between you the edges. You up for a bus. You, you can at least get the, the, the tram thing. Well, no, because every every time that you land, you've got 42 minutes. Have you been, have it's you... always 42 minutes. Yes. Have and you they will you... say, that's not enough time to have get there. Yes, it is been, not. Have you been to Detroit? No, I haven't yes, been. Detroit's good. They've got they've got a uh, tram that goes along the terminal. Uh, That's pretty cool. Uh, Charlotte, Charlotte is really good. Charlotte's there. laid out really well. I like, uh, have you been to Philadelphia? Yes, Philadelphia. Like, they, they've got rocking chairs. I like yes. that. You just well, a lot the of them chair. have rocking chairs. I like that. My, yes. Miami is fantastic, but oh my god, it is the loudest place I've ever been because it's just party people. It's full. It's, it's, yeah, it's every it's every. We spent more time on airports than I thought we would, and. <laughs> I will end it with we this We don't one. have a team. What else are we going to yeah, talk that's about? That's a good point. That's a yeah. good point. I will end it with this one. Somebody easily climbing the ranks of best air, better airports, our own Lambert. Ah. They have actually gotten their shit together. Uh, also, I will mention, apparently Lufthansa is now going to come yep. straight to St. Louis. And you know, and so I, that, I saw a lot of naysaying about it. Like, is it such a big deal? You yes. Know, yes. It, it is a big And I'll tell you why, right? For me to fly to Manchester, England, I have to fly two stops. Yeah. I have to go to O'Hare. And then Philadelphia and, or oh, New York. O'Hare, then Heathrow, or O'Hare, then Amsterdam, Manchester. Uh, now I can just go to Frankfurt, Manchester. It's, it's, you know, it's, yeah. it's yeah. a big... Yeah. It's, for me, it's, it's huge. And, and it's also nice for Lutz and any of his German friends that want right. to make quick trips to St. Louis City. Yeah. Okay. I, I hope... Actually, that is, I didn't even think about that. That is actually a positive I thing. hope... It's, it's a success. So nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hope it's a success in the fact that I hope other airlines uh, realize there's a market here for that. Yeah. You know, you you can get. And I haven't done much international traveling, but I, if it makes a difference, you should go to Germany. Germany's pretty pretty fresh. I would like to. Tickets are on sale. Economy five hundred twenty nine bucks. That's for not the bad. week. The flights start June the first. Go That's check out Munich. Go check out Frankfurt. Go check out Berlin. Or you can go sleep in the airport and then go to Croatia, where there you it's go. Sure. actually pretty. Go anywhere. Travel is important. Or go to Dublin. My, sale, Dublin. my sales guy, Evan, he's going to Croatia again because he went two years ago. I hate him. Loved it so much. Mm-hmm. He's got to go back. It's beautiful. He said he stayed in a castle. Uh, what we a point. I had to cancel my Slovenia trip, man. Did you? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, last year, man. I was supposed to go to Slo- fucking Slovenia. 
I, I will say I'm going to Mexico at the end of the year. It's not quite the same, but you know what I'm going to do? There? You're, you get on a plane. Fuck all. You get on a plane and you disappear in Mount. And, and I'm going to sit on a beach and get drunk and, and even fatter. And and mm. you can be a smoke holiday bastard. Everyone works hard for the holidays. Go be a smoke holiday bastard. Yep. What's okay. a holiday? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I haven't had vacation. Exactly. Uh, what a pint also wants to know: Can we explain all the weird MLS player designations? No. Not, no. not on your no. life. No. <laughs> like, if, we're do- if we're doing that, I'm leaving. Even, even if I wanted to, I couldn't. No. <laughs> Because you know what? By the time we get done with the list, they'll right. have created a new But one. I will say, once we start making some of these signings, we will maybe address them one by one as we acquire. <laughs> we I'm going to tell you gonna, I still don't care. We're going we're gonna to learn on the, on the job. Yes. yes. It's the best way to do it. We acquired GAM, and here's how you do that. Uh, will Bramlett wants to know, what are the expectations for the MLS next pro team? We kind of already talked about that. Yep. Uh, will there be a Luligan away day or two? I mean, I guess it depends on who we're playing. And You can go. I mean, we might just for fun go do one. I don't know. Oh, next year? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I'm really looking forward to Ford Madison again next year. Yeah. And uh, Chattanooga. At least once. And Chattanooga. I was so mad we didn't get to do that with my father-in-law being sick. Yeah. That kind of... And Jeremy's got puffy vests now. So I know. I you know what? I don't... I, can we just go down and hang out with Sid and... Yeah, she's got her driver's license. She can drive us around. I know. (laughs) Uh, Will St. Louis show up for these? I don't think so. Um, No. I mean, some people will, but... The the hardest of the hard They didn't really show up for the Academy games. Um, I don't think St. Louis City did a good job of promoting those games and letting... I mean, they let you know when they were, but they didn't, like, encourage people to come out to them. Yeah. Uh, Maybe they take this a little bit more seriously. They do some more promotion of it, maybe... Uh, but I don't expect it to be big. It's St. Louis. They're not going to show up until no. the last freaking minute. Yeah. Uh, do Are we going to have to buy season tickets? I would imagine those games would be free. Or if you bought season tickets to the first team, they'll be free. I, I mean, you can't charge people for a game where only 100 people show up. You know, I mean, I'm not going to pay uh, to go see The that. Ottawa Senators have been doing that for decades. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good point. Miami of uh, Marlins. I doubt. I doubt if they are, if it, it does cost, it will be nominal. Yes, it'll. I imagine it'll be under ten bucks yeah. a ticket. Uh, and will any of the players on the two team make the opening day for MLS? Maybe. I would imagine so. I imagine they find some guys in the next year and stash them there. Yeah. Alex wants to know insight into the recent signings and draft. What it means for St. Louis FC. Well, I mean, with the expansion draft, we know anybody that was selected in the expansion draft, they don't have to put up players for the next year. But expansion draft is always a crapshoot. Um, I mean, you might find a good player there. There's always teams that that leave a high-priced player on the unprotected list thinking you won't select them because it costs too much. We might get somebody like that that can fill a role. Um, We might get a young player that will eventually turn it, but you're not going to get a big name from the expansion draft by any means. No, I see your discovery rights where you get that no. problem. It's like we've got probably the last time on our discovery I mean, rights. We're discovering <laughs> Exciting thing about the expansion draft, like there were a couple of guys with St. Louis ties that were available. So like if we were to grab Austin, for example, put up Aiden Stanley as an unprotected player. Like if we could have grabbed Aiden Stanley – I would have been excited about that just because of St. Louis ties. Um, uh, Kyle Morton from Dynamo was on that. You know, he had some time with St. Louis City or St. Louis FC. That's the kind of player 
that I would be excited I about. Would, but I would be, I would love Kyle Morton, or right? Aiden Me Stanley too, right? To, to but sign him. you're not going to get like, oh my God, this guy's going to be the Kyle, center of our Kyle, franchise. Kyle is not going to no, be no, no. You mean we're not going to get messy? We're not going to get messy via yeah, the expansion draft. It'll be Alan messy <laughs> from accounting. I heard he tried with, tried with uh, Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> so I, I, the expansion draft isn't where it's at. Even the super draft. I mean, you may get a really good college player, but it's not going to be a star. Soccer is all about the free agencies, yeah. so to speak. So we'll see. The undeclareds. Uh, Chris Dolomire wants to know any chance we could sign and then loan a player this offseason. He says he'd be surprised if so, but I don't think so. I think most of the new expansion MLS teams sign a player a year ahead of time. You know, it's eminently possible. Uh, And then loan them out either to a USL club or I don't think we'll, well, I don't know, maybe may stick them with the MLS next team. But if if it's a good enough player, you want to keep them at least in good shape. So you're thinking a USL team or maybe even loan them to another MLS squad for a year. We'll see. I don't think that's out of the question. No. Go, go anywhere in the world. I mean, yeah, you could d- loan sure. them to the Belgian second division. It doesn't yeah. matter, does it? So, yeah, I would not be surprised if, if we make a em- signing em- at em- some em- point. Possible, yeah. yeah. Now, what would have been ideal is well, if they would have kept St. Louis FC... Ideal. Because that's what a lot of clubs have done where they've signed a player and then loaned them to their own USL team. Like since he did. Like since he did. Um, how did it work out for them? Well, yeah. <laughs> Good point. We don't want to talk about that. but uh, He also wants to know uh, odds for holiday bingo champion. What are we thinking so far, Sarah? I mean, Dolomire has actually been posting some bingos early. Yeah. I don't uh, know. I feel like Elena, man. Elena, she's, like a she's a machine. Yeah. She's a machine. Does she work know. from home? Maybe she's got them on in the in the going all oh, time. Yeah, you I'm know not what? sure. That's you she could doesn't... be doing that, Sarah. Yeah, I can't do that because <laughs> you have to pay attention to like yeah. watch. You have to hear, train your ear for specific yeah. phrases. Well, yeah, and you got to like watch for stuff. Like I'm not going to sit there and yeah. watch for like a snow covered bridge when right, I'm trying to work. Right. So I don't know. I think yeah, Elena obviously is the returning champion. Matt House. Matt House. Madhouse almost had it last year. Um, makes it makes it a family activity with with Will and Jake. Yep. Yeah, he may be struggling this year though. Um, you know, Chris, I think you're you're in with a sh- with a shout. Yeah, Chris Dalmeyer. Can, can um, we pick who won't win? Me? Yeah, it's, it's I'm not me. gonna win. I am yeah. not gonna win. I don't have a bingo yet. You know, my whole time is spent telling Jane, no, we can't count that because. <laughs> Like last night, they said reindeer like three times in the movie. And she's yeah. like, can I count reindeer? I'm like, no, you can't. There's not a reindeer. See it, yeah. Like, and she's like, can we count stocking? No, just because there was a window display with a stocking. It has to be like a plot point in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, or not even a plot point. Just talk about, this is my stocking grandmother gave to me. I mean. I mean. I, I try to play technical. I try to play with a little bit of, you know, if I see a stocking, I'm marking that off. Okay. Well, now that I know we can do that. Brad's down. Game on. Game on. I mean, we let your shit go the other night. Well, I mean, it was, does the character, the character does not believe in Christmas. And it was like Hanukkah movie. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> technically, no, they don't. You know what? I actually, I, I as a, as a independent, I tagged, <laughs> I tagged three judges and all three judges gave me the ruling. It's a precedential I, case. Yes, it is. It is definitely a precedent. But it is 
factual yeah. that a Jewish person would not believe in Christmas. Who said they don't believe in it, though? They They're believe- fucking religion, or else they'd be Christian. <laughs> they I mean, they were singing in Hebrew. I think They could believe that it exists. I, there was no tree. <laughs> <laughs> But they believe it's a holiday. I guess. Tr- I guess true. Yes. I need to stop arguing. Yeah. I. I mean, I already got the point, so I don't care. <laughs> if he loses, if he wins or, or loses by it's that, be an asterisk. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Stuart wanted to know follow up to Chris's question: If we do loan out a player, what league would be the best one to send him to? Uh, again, depends on the quality of the player, the caliber of the player, but whatever le- you want him to get playing time, and you want him to get competitive playing time. Yeah. You. So if they're at the USL level then I want them to go to a USL team. But like you said, if they're maybe, if they're an English championship player, loan them back to the championship for a year. I want them to play the highest level, but also get playing time. It does no good to send a player on loan to a place where he's going to sit the bench. And it does no good to send a player to like, where he doesn't have to fight. For exactly. Time, you right? want, you want them to keep motivated and challenged. So it just depends on who we sign. That's where we'll have to see what league they should go to. Uh, Linda Leon wants to know, oh, this is uh, Caleb's mom. Hey. Uh, which Atlanta United player should go to St. Louis? Um, was it Con? Con with he just, Atlanta? He just went to Cincy, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, yes, yep. he did. Yeah, he, he did. did. Yep. I was going to say, what Atlanta United player has... Uh, St. Louis ties. Yeah. You know, I'll take Pity Martinez yeah. if they don't need him. <laughs> like... I don't know. My absolute favorite is that when the uh, when I was going through the orders for the shirts, yeah, going down the list, and the special notes on one was Caleb's mom. Yeah, aw, it's like oh, that's so cute. Oh, throwing a scarf for Caleb's mom for free. Oh, goddamn right, she's gonna get geared out. There we go. Um, and then final question of the night. This one from uh, our friend Hannah, also uh, known as Leader Hannah. Yep. Uh, she wants to know. Da, da, da. What is your worst Christmas gift of all time? Ooh, I will wow. start because because it's soccer related. I, I don't know if this is the worst Christmas, but it's a soccer related gift, so I want to mention it. I already know what it is. The 2010 World Cup. Yeah. Do you know what you know what mine is? Because you've said it like five times. Okay. Yeah. My father in law, who tried to be super nice and thoughtful with a gift, hmm. the World 2010 World Cup was coming up, and so the Christmas before. He went to Soccer Master, and he said, my son-in-law is a huge soccer fan. I want to get him a jersey, customized, the whole bit. Who's the best soccer player in the world? And they gave me a Portugal Cristiano Ronaldo jersey. And so I opened this on Christmas morning with my you know, in-laws and everything, and I, I, I had to pretend like it was the greatest <laughs> gift of all time, but... I am not a Portugal fan. Uh-uh. It's the World Cup. I, I'm an America fan. And it's it was before I knew he was a rapist, but hmm. I was never a Ronaldo fan. I mean, great player. I acknowledge that, but I'm not a... Yeah, you're not a fanboy. Right. I mean, I'll acknowledge Thierry Henry so, was, a, was right. a great player, but I'm not going to wear his shit. So I had to sit there and hold the jersey up and be like, thanks, everybody. This is the greatest. <laughs> And I never wore it. It still had the tags on it. And I think I gave it away to uh, a raffle we did with the Luligans one year, finally. Still new tags. Cristiano Ronaldo, official World Cup jersey. So that was my soccer-related worst gift ever. I'm trying to think, man. You have to come back. I don't, I don't know. I've not had many bad gifts. 
I've got Erica bought me this book. Remember, remember that couple that used to come to FC games and they they folded the the pages. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Erica got me one of those with STLFC on it, but the team doesn't exist anymore, <laughs> and it's just sat on my mantelpiece. I'm yeah. looking at it. I'm like, it's a constant I, reminder of I, her. You mean like the artwork I, behind you guys? But you, kid, what are you but, gonna do with it? Yeah, yeah and. I said to Erica, I'm going to get rid of this. She's like, that was a gift. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll pass it to you in my, in my will. I'm like, what did you want me to do with it? I mean... It... Accidentally knock it into the fireplace. <laughs> just, yeah, the twins got a hold of it and just, you know, shredded it. I, I don't... It's just... Yeah. A, a Bad Bruno. That, Bad Bruno. Yeah. Is there any horrible gifts come to mind? I can't really think of any. I don't... Yeah, I, I can't, like... I'll tell you my best one. Okay. Ever like full life was the pullover blues jacket from back oh, in the, the day. starter one. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Yep, that's that's baller. I know what yours is, Mitch. <sighs> when I got you the autographed Tommy Wiseau underpants. <laughs> uh, that was my greatest. Hello. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, God, I I don't know what my worst was because I haven't really had any bad ones. I. I was dating a girl for a while, and she gave me chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> you got the and, and, and she, I, I remember it was going to be, you know, like, oh, you know, well, let's, we're just dating. Let's right. not, you know, like literally just been dating for like a month, maybe two. And it was just like, oh, God, what do you do? And so I forget what it was, but it, like I got her some sort of like nice flower arrangement and a card and just basically yeah. put something. And I think she gave me a whatchamacallit. Nice. But mind you, I love whatchamacallit. Yeah. So it was like. <laughs> It wasn't bad. It was just the disparity of, of worth. Uh, you know, it's kind of like, I do okay. remember one year for Christmas when I was probably like 15 or 16. So I was a kid, but old enough to know, you know, what was appropriate and what wasn't. Uh, at a big family get together, my aunt gave my dad a box or a, a pack of McDonald's gift certificates. And it was basically her passive aggressive way of saying, you're a loser, and I know you just eat at McDonald's every day. Wow. And my dad said, showed her I used every single one of those goddamn things. <laughs> I, I know what it is. I just thought my dad's mom gave my brother and I these shirts, and I have no idea where she got them. They were the most horrible thing I've ever seen. They were ribbed. When ribbed was <laughs> For not her a pleasure. thing. Yeah, when ribbed was not a thing, they had granddad collars on them nice. that had a snap, button snap, and... The button snap was the like, it was literally the diameter of my arm when you when you did that. So nice. it's not getting around your neck. And my mom insisted on us wearing them when yep. she came over the next time. Yep. And all I can think of was that time that you put on that <laughs> <laughs> that jersey. Yeah, and, and, and mind the you, German double X, which is an American medium. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I mean, I was a scrawny little kid. Yeah. Like I was all you know head. I look like a fun cop. But it shows all the folds and contours of yeah. your body. It's, it's like, oh, look, I can count my ribs. Yeah. You know? But the thing is, though, like, Newcastle United shirts, the best shirt they ever had, had that granddad collar. Remember with Philly oh, Paul no, Bear? I know, I know it that is. That was a great that shirt. That is not the best one. The best one was oh. the one with blue trim. Yeah, I like the blue trim. With the, Still had the, the still Newcastle had the badge, yeah. Brown ale, the blue trim. That was when Shearer was just on yeah. fire. I like that shirt. Anyway. Don't care. They can bring it back if they want, because we have that kind of money now. Woo. <laughs> you don't have that kind of results. No. no. Oh, God, no. Speaking of which, Arsenal, top four. Fuck you. 
Okay, Cronky. <laughs> no, I mean, fair. I mean, if you uh, September, man, I was dishing <laughs> it out, man. I, fair play to yeah. Arteta, man. Yeah. I mean, we're losing Obama Yang, and you know, everyone it, it else is falling apart. Everyone but, else isn't playing because the games were postponed by COVID. That's but, true. But that's fair true. play to you for. <laughs> I would like a 27 New- games in hand. Can we get Newcastle to postpone some games? That would be awesome. Uh, anyway, uh, I, that's all we got for tonight, though. Um, details on the uh, New Year's Day, New Year's game coming tomorrow. Uh, t-shirts pickup event will be soon, and we'll be shipping them out soon. Don't forget to order your thieves merch. And don't forget to make a donation to the Luligan Ladies Hallmark movie bingo game. That's through this Sunday. That's and the through thie- this Sunday. Yeah, yes. and the Thieves is through the 28th. And we will post those links again and again before the deadlines. Yeah. Yep. And if you want, if you have a piece of merch from Thieves that you want, would like, but cannot afford it, please DM me. We will help you out. We'll figure it out. Yep. Already Ready? got people waiting. Anything else? Donate, donate, donate. There, this is a tough time for a lot of people, yes. especially with the pandemic, with people getting reduced hours, reduced wages. Times are tight for a lot of people. If you have the extra, this is a great opportunity to give back, help the community out, and do what we can because it sucks for a lot of people right now. But and make go get sure- your shots. Yes. If, you haven't, if you've already gotten your first doses out of the way, go get the booster because they say with Omicron coming, you need to, you need that re-up of the antibodies. And we want to be able to see you at the New Year's. Exactly. I don't want to have classic. to cancel this because there's a deadly wave going through. Right, right. And and again, if you're donating, make sure you budget enough so you can donate at that because that is a incredibly important thing. The, the food bank every year is incredibly grateful. I saw they tagged us and stuff yesterday or today. So they know what we can do, and I think they're starting to count on it now because we constantly deliver. Let's not let them down. So with that, have a happy holidays. I just got one more question. Oh, Uh, This is from Mark E. McDaniel Esquire. He'd love to see the opposite of a beef episode. Who would be fan friends for city fans? Kind of like sister cities or whatever. That's a good one. Uh, I'm going to shout out to Minnesota United and the Dark Clouds. I like like the cut of their jib. They're always amazing. Yeah, always amazing. Yeah, we could do, we could do a good one because I so, like immediately I just started doing a list. Yeah, so we can do that. Maybe next episode we'll get into some of our uh, favorite right. fan groups out there. Still fuck Maradona. Still fuck Maradona. <laughs> Cheat. I don't know him that well. How we clean each the world to that snowflake's home.